Hello, everyone, and welcome to the My Best Life podcast, the show where we talk all things personal growth, spirituality, and creating your version of a limitless life. I'm your host, Beck Medina, and I am so happy that you're here. Hey, everybody, welcome back to a brand new episode of the My Best Life podcast. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I'm personally working on right now, which is how to embody the highest version of yourself, whether you're just trying to step into that next level version of you, or you're trying to break some patterns that you perceive as negative or holding you back or, you know, just trying to elevate even just a little bit toward that higher version of yourself. If that's something that you're working on, which I would hope everyone is constantly trying to work uh, on becoming their best version to some degree. Sorry, I've got a lot of cats, so they're kind of like running amok all around me right now. So I apologize. Also, if you hear some background noise, they're playing with boxes in the living room. Uh, (laughs) But anyway... This is something that I've been feeling for quite some time, this feeling of knowing that it's time to really start elevating into my highest version and my opinion of highest version is the version of you that you came to this planet to be. I don't know if anybody ever truly achieves the highest version of themselves, but I do believe that there are I almost want to, I don't want to use the Shrek example because that's so goofy, but maybe that's perfect. That, you know, example of like everyone is an onion and we're just peeling back layers, trying to slowly but surely become that version of ourselves that we came to this planet to be. And I've been feeling this urge for a while now and I've been kind of running on neutral mode is probably the best way that I can put it where I feel good and like things are going well in my life and I'm finally like getting to a place where okay great influencing is my career and opportunities are coming to me but I still feel kind of like I'm stuck like my foot is in my old version where I'm feeling like I'm procrastinating and I'm not fully pursuing everything that I want to do wholeheartedly. I'm out of alignment is probably a better way to put it. I never want procrastination to seem like a bad thing because sometimes it's for our good. But in this case, it was not for my good. There was a lot of like misalignment going on within me. And then I have my other foot in this like, yes, this is our life. This is what we've been wanting to do. Let's go. Let's do it. And as a result, I have been putting things off or just not really having the motivation to do things even this podcast and just not knowing what I'm going to come on to say um which is why this podcast hasn't been every single week like I want it to be I'll get an idea and I'll record the podcast and then I think okay perfect I'll do this again next week and then the ideas are not flowing to me the reason that is is because I wasn't in alignment and I wasn't doing anything to get into alignment. It was almost like 
I was just letting myself be neutral. And I wasn't feeling amazing, but I wasn't feeling bad either. And someone who I follow, oh gosh, it's a, it's a, like a, a life coach. And I believe her name is Christina, but I can't remember her last name. I'll look at her account and I'll link it to you, um, in the show notes, but I've been following this life coach and she talks a lot in her content about vacationing in the frequency of your highest self versus living there permanently. And she's on her own little journey of getting into the frequency of who she truly wants to be and attracting all of her dreams and everything that she wants. But when she gets into that frequency, her goal is to stay there. It isn't to just vacation there, whether it's every once in a while or on a regular basis. And I love that. Like ever since I heard her say this in her stories, I've really been connecting with the idea of like, okay, how can I live permanently in the frequency of my highest version? And that's really led me to kind of go back to some spiritual slash personal development content that I have looked at previously or studied previously. Like, for example, I'm a very big fan of Amanda Francis. She's like a money coach slash business and life coach. And I own a few of her courses and I've been really inspired to just get back into those courses and read her book, Rich as Fuck, and go through the journal prompts. I'm like listening to everything, reading everything, and really going through all these journal prompts. And what I love about Amanda Francis is that she is all about owning who you are. So I'm someone who I can't sit for blocks of time or all day long focused on work. I have to integrate work into my life. Whenever I try to like sit at a particular time and like work on all my work tasks, sometimes it might work out, but for the most part, I start to procrastinate or I'll put it off and it's just really not enjoyable to me. I really, really like to go about my day and do the things that I enjoy, whether that's going for a walk or my Korean studies or even watching TV, working out. Like I like to do those things and choose those things and then find blocks of time in between all of the stuff that I enjoy doing to work. And that's usually when it works out the best for me. Like I did that today and it really felt good to just like on my walk while I'm like enjoying my cup of coffee, listening to Taylor Swift's new album, Red, re-record, new re-record, sorry, of Red and, you know, like working on work stuff simultaneously. Like that was enjoyable to me. And that allowed me to feel pretty close to my highest self. So um, I like to be in Amanda Francis's frequency. There are times when I'm like, "Mm, I don't really vibe with this particular person, but right now I'm really into her. I highly recommend her work. But the reason why I'm bringing her up is because what really got the ball rolling with allowing me to really reflect on what it is that's holding me back and what I need to start working on was some journaling prompts from her book, Rich as Fuck. And it's in chapter one, so I feel like it's okay to share just a couple of questions. And you can buy the rest of the book 
um, on Amazon if you are interested in really going through it. Like this, these journaling prompts like changed my whole perspective on like, I, I didn't understand what it was that was making me not go all in on embodying my highest self. Oh, kitty cat crying. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, I was trying to figure out what it was and it was like, was, is it just me? Am I like, why am I so lazy? Why don't I want to do this? When the reality is, is, it's not that I was lazy. It was just that I was unclear on the next steps of what I should be doing. And because I wasn't in alignment, I was just feeling funky and out of place. So here are the questions. I'm not going to put all of them in the podcast because they're obviously from Amanda's book and I would encourage you to buy the book if you are interested in answering more of the journaling prompts but I'm just going to give you a few that really opened me up and helped me realize what's currently going on in my body what's holding me back and after answering them it really allowed me to hold space for what I'm experiencing and to start to release some of that. And that's what I'm working on right now is releasing these key things. So the first question is, what are you afraid of? And this is just a general, like, what are the things in life that you're afraid of? I'll share some of mine. I'm not going to share everything just because it's, you know, really personal, but I'll share kind of like the general stuff. So I put down that I fear not amounting to anything, to never getting to experience the life that I truly want, to remain average, to continue being in this phase of my life. I also fear never being able to give back to my family in the ways that I want to after years of them supporting me in my dreams and doing what they can to make sure that I went to college and I moved to Los Angeles and I got to like, you know, kickstart my dreams. I also wrote that I'm afraid that I'll always attract negative people who do not inspire me into my circle. That's not to say that the people around me now are not inspire inspiring or negative, but I I fear just that being what I attract rather than attracting more high vibrational people for the most part. So next question is what stories or memories really bother you? And this one, I kind of went back and just talked about my childhood memories and my past as far as like my twenties and when I moved to LA and really you know, moving to Los Angeles for me was me growing up and being independent for the first time and learning how to be an independent person on my own. Like, I didn't feel like I was equipped with the tools to be on my own, unfortunately. And that's nobody's fault. Um, I'm grateful that I got to learn all of that and stumble my way through life for those first 10 years of my adulthood. But you know, I talked about that and journaled a little bit about that. And um, this is all very personal for me. But I, what I realized was that I have a lot of resentment toward my past and shame almost for not knowing any better. 
But as you can see now, I'm accepting that it wasn't my fault that I didn't know any better and that I was learning as I went. And I really see it as an advantage now because I did teach myself that I am capable of growth. And even though I didn't know a lot about the world and what it meant to be a, like a responsible adult when I first moved on my own, I got to learn that myself. And I'm really proud of that, even though it felt hard in the moment and I stumbled and it was like painful <laughs> while I was experiencing it. Looking back, I'm like, wow, I really did all of that on my own. And even though I have memories that really bother me, after writing out how I felt about it, I really got to understand that like none of it was my fault. Like, yes, I'm responsible for the choices that I made, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it was wrong. Like it was all right for me and for my own personal evolution. So I'm grateful for those experiences, but it did teach me that I am holding on to a lot of resentment toward my past and just not knowing any better and prioritizing the wrong stuff for sure. Um, okay. So then I am going to skip a, a few questions and I'm just going to go to the very last one, which is how would you like your experience with so in this book, it's with money because it's a money book, um, rich as fuck, but you can insert this with anything else. How would you like your experience with blank to be moving forward? And of course it was, this is focused on money. So I talked about like what I wanted my experience with money to be, but I feel like what I wrote in one section here has to do with all areas of my life. I wrote that I want my experience with money, but like I said, this feels like it could mean all areas of my life. I want it to be easy, flowy, certain, consistent, giving and receiving. Like I want to give and I want to receive and I want it to be natural. And, you know, writing that, like when I look at it, even though, yes, this journal prompt was specifically about money, it really sums up what I want my life to be about. I want my highest version is inviting ease. She's inviting flow and certainty, which could also mean trusting consistency, which is, you know, when you start to trust the universe and trust yourself, especially to deliver your good to you and kind of see that as a, like a co-partnership, well, a partnership, <laughs> seeing it as a partnership where, you do your part and the universe will do its part. Like there's a consistency to the miracles that you'll experience. And, you know, I don't want to just give and receive money. I want to give and receive energy with the universe and with everyone else on this planet. So I thought that was really cool. I liked, I liked writing that part out. And I will um, add this too because I do feel like this is a really good um question to ask yourself. Once again, it's about money, but I think you can insert any topic here and it'll work. If anything were possible, how would you choose for blank to automatically work for you? So you can use money, career, relationships, anything. Um, and I kind of went the blissful, joyful, passionate route. I wrote that if anything were possible, how would I choose for money to automatically work for me? Um, I would want it to be easy, flowy, consistent, simple, blissful, joyful, and passionate, rooted in, rooted in passion. Um, and 
there, oh, there are more questions. Okay, this is a different section. But the reason why I brought up these particular questions is because when I wrote them out, even though it was uncomfortable and I didn't think that it was going to release anything for me in the moment, afterward, I felt a tremendous amount of peace and acceptance because I finally got to look at what has been living as resentment in my body, even though I wasn't consciously thinking about all of the things that I resented and was regretful about in my past, I was I had been unconsciously holding it. So finally, when I really tuned in to how I was feeling through these questions, I finally got to take a look at it. And it's when we take a look at what's going on inside of our bodies and what we're holding inside of our bodies that we can finally accept it and release it. You can almost look at it as like a catch and release because you're finally acknowledging what's really there and now you get to release it. And it's, it's as simple as just honoring what you're feeling in the moment and just being okay with it. I didn't do anything else. I wasn't set out to like change anything in particular. It was just this beautiful acceptance of what is. And I'm like smiling from ear to ear now, which is so rare during this podcast because it was such a breakthrough for me and it allowed me to understand what's holding me back from being my highest self. And now I feel more comfortable embodying what I really want. And right now I'm working on getting clearer on what it is that brings me joy and why I'm here on this earth. Yes, I'm here to tell stories, but something that got became really clear to me as I was doing this work is that I was feeling like there wasn't any value to the work that I was doing. With storytelling, the reason why I wasn't in the energy of having the readership that I desire and my stories being distributed in the way that I would want it to be, in the way that I do want it to be, the reason why that's not happening and why I'm not energetically in that place was because I wasn't seeing the value of being a storyteller. I'm not considering the fact that I am greatly, I I see a lot of value in the entertainment that I consume. So when I'm watching, you know, a TV show, even though I'm not, you know, I don't want to say that I'm not growing from it, but you know, television and any type of media or entertainment gets a lot of like flack for, I don't know, flax word, gets a lot of flack from especially the personal development space. I am so freaking sick of people in the personal development and the spiritual space acting like they're all that in a bag of potato chips just because they don't watch TV. Like TV is life. TV is bliss. I'm on this planet to tell stories. So I'm going to consume as many freaking stories as I want. And a lot of these people don't even read fiction books. So I cannot believe I'm getting heated and passionate about this right now. It's off topic, but I can't believe I spent so much time following all these people and like depriving myself of entertainment that I enjoy when like these people don't even consume it. And like in a way that it's like, how are you happy with your life if you're not watching Gossip Girl for fun? You know what I mean? Or you can replace that with anything that you're interested in. But I'm like, man, how can your life be joyful 
if you haven't binge watched a season of you like I know those are both Penn Badgley shows that like that's unrelated but I did watch Gossip Girl last night (laughs) the new series um which is why I brought that up as an example um but you know like for me I wasn't seeing the value that I was receiving from the entertainment that I consume whether that's TVs movies books so I was thinking in my mind like why would I be at the level that I desire to be when I'm not putting any real value into people's lives, which that's not true at all. Entertainment does add value to people's lives. It adds value to my life. Telling stories adds value to my life. And I think that just the act of being passionate about what you do, even if it's not adding the level of value that you desire it to, which that's, it's never true that it's not adding any value or, you know, like what 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 is the determiner of like what is worthy of being called valuable or not like let's be real everybody has their personal preferences but you know like I was looking at it like you know I'm not adding any value to people's lives by just writing fiction work that was created in my head that is not real that's not a true story and now I can finally let that go and start getting comfortable with the idea of living in the frequency where I know that the stories that I create add value to people's lives it doesn't matter how much value it is because value is value let's just be real about that it doesn't matter whether what kind of value or how much or how little compared to somebody else, um, somebody else's work um, you're adding into other people's lives. Like the fact is, is that you're passionately doing something that you love, which is valuable to you. And there's an equal energy exchange going on, right? So now I'm living in this frequency where what I do and what I put out into the world is of value to someone and there are people who are getting value which makes my work of value I don't know like I'm kind of dancing in circles here but I'm trying to embody the frequency where I know my worth and I know how much work I put into the stories that I write and what I put out into this world the amount of work that I put into this podcast for example and I Because I put in so much time, care, passion, and energy into my work, I deserve to be compensated. And so do you. You deserve to receive exactly exactly what your highest self desires. Or you deserve to embody your highest self and receive the miracles that we are most worthy of. I'm... (laughs) I think I'm, 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 I think I'm making sense. I feel like I'm not at the moment, but I'm practicing embodying my highest self right now. And even though I would like to think for the most part, I'm definitely like at a higher level than I was before, even just a few days ago. And it feels really good, but I'm slowly but surely like stepping into that and reminding myself, reminding myself that I am worthy. The work that I put out into the world has value and everything that I do is more than enough. That is especially what I want you guys to take away from today's episode is everything that you do is more than enough, even if it doesn't feel like enough in the moment. The amount of work that I put in 
today energetically was innately enough. Even if I decided not to do anything today, it is enough. If you feel like all you have in you is binge watching your favorite show on Netflix, that's enough. I promise you. And as long as we can get comfortable with the idea that it doesn't matter how much work we are producing, it's about our energy and embodying that highest version where we are just worthy because we are and thus opening ourselves up to receiving our highest good. That's what we're working toward. We're not trying to become our highest self so that we can work harder and produce more. We're becoming our highest self so that we can become more open to receiving our good. I'm going to stop right here before I start rambling again, but hopefully this podcast was of service to you. I love you guys and I'll talk to you soon. Hey, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure that you subscribe to the show. And if you further want to support the podcast, be sure to leave a raving review, letting every people, letting everybody know that this is the podcast worth listening to. I love you all so much and I will talk to you soon.